podcast. I'm Brutus. And I'm Cletus. Welcome to the 12th episode of Brutus Thoughts. This is a mini episode of the Two Dogs Hung in One Moon podcast. As always, I'm Brutus. Um, so this is the first episode um, again, doing in over a week, I did on Tuesday surpass a major threshold that has been kind of a creative block, and that is I passed another certification exam. Uh, so that means, according to uh, my records and international organizations' records, I have two certifications that the boss. A.K.A. Cletus, A.K.A. Tim Miner, does not have. Um, I am now a certified associate project manager through the PMI Institute, or Project Management Institute. I shouldn't say PMI Institute. That's like ATM machine. Because, you know, the M, ATM machine, is machine. Um, um, So... Anyway, I also do want to give a couple of shout outs to any of our new listeners on the iHeartRadio app. We did get the official word today uh, that we are now streaming on iHeartRadio. So if you're checking us out there, make sure, you know, give us a like, comment, share. Now, the iHeartRadio is in addition to our other already established eight platforms, of course, you know, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast, um, Breaker, Anchor. Um, there's a couple more I'm drawing a blank on. Radio Republic is another big one. Um, Spotify, that's the other important one for all you guys. So make sure you guys are checking us out there. <coughs> As always, you know can't get you know uh, if you want to know stay updated on the latest information from us um and regarding our episodes check us out on twitter of course i'm at thoughts brutus with a capital t capital b look for the pup, cute puppy dog and then cletus aka tim is always a minor you know with a double l because he's lame like that that's what that second l is for I'm just kidding, Cletus. Don't dock my pay. <laughs> anyway, um, so before we get uh, too far along into today's topic, again, I'm going to remind you guys of changing up the format. Um, and you guys will see how that is. If you guys don't like the format, please like, comment, share, give us an audio message, talk to us, email us at taminer.org. Or uh, contact TA Miner at taminer.org. Um, I screwed that one up just a little bit. It's okay. Uh, so, um, one of the things I did, you know, busy, busy individual currently and doing kind of a lot of drive through like everybody else is. Um, it's funny because while a lot of dining rooms are all shut down and um, you can't eat inside a 
um, fast food restaurant or most actually any restaurant that, you know, um, you're going through these drive-thrus. And then what's actually really interesting to me is that you start seeing um, people pulling off into the parking spaces of the parking lot. If the parking lot's not completely blocked off or if there's an adjoining parking lot that, um, you know, you can sit at and eat. A lot of people are actually doing that, and it's actually even more interesting because um, one I see it more frequently with uh, In and Out is that uh, you'll see people pulled off into the parking lot, and they're all gathering together. You know, like there'll be a group, like two or three cars worth full of people, just sitting together eating a meal together, and I, I think that's. Um, you know, it's kind of in an interesting way, in roundabout way. I believe it was in China or Japan, uh, somewhere over in that region of the world. When they first got drive-throughs, they um, people would go through drive-through and then come inside the store and eat it. Well, you know, in today's climate, we can't. Um, you know, that's just in the current state of the situation. I should say is. Uh, we can't, you know, that's not a thing. So you're, they're doing, we're doing the next best thing. So it's also interesting as the coronavirus is making, you know, we're in this nastiness that I don't really like talking about, but um, it's actually just an interesting thing you can observe is that um, this eating in the parking lots uh, for a meal, typically you would sit inside for potentially, you know, there's the occasional, like, yeah, I'm going through the drive through kind of thing, but that's, you know, different. So, <clears throat> it's interesting that it, from that part of the world is where that virus came from. And now, when they had fast food, you know, and first got drive through, we're seeing, like, this weird pendulum motion, I guess you could say, to almost going back to... Um, drive-throughs like that, but in more or less the parking lot. So um, that's it for this first half. Uh, we're taking a quick little break so you guys can hear from our amazing sponsor. And we break from this regular scheduled podcast to hear from our sponsor. And now to our sponsor. Thank you to our amazing sponsor for sponsoring this mini episode and our regular scheduled podcast. Um, so anyway, uh, the other thing I kind of wanted, two things I kind of want to talk about, um, since before our little intermission, I was talking about cars and drive throughs and, you know, eating in everything like that. Um, so <clears throat> back when I was stationed in the Navy and I would say a hundred pounds less, but, um, that wasn't quite the case <laughs> or even 80 pounds less. Um, well, I think of maybe 20, 30 pounds 
last than what I currently had. It was an awkward time. I was very busy, and then I had the infinite wisdom to get a girlfriend. Um, so anyway, um, I was we. So I think it was a weekday. Um, so nothing. She was a school teacher. I was in the Navy. I think I had the next day off or I didn't give a shit and was going to see her anyway because I knew at some point I'd be going out to sea and we wouldn't be able to have date night um, and whatnot. So one of the things um, we would do is just often just go get dinner and then we'd go back to her parents' place, as weird as that sounds. She was about the age 18. She was actually older than me by six months, just so we're clear. Actually, nine months. Anyway, <laughs> cradle robber, I know. Anyway, um, she, uh, so we're eating at my other favorite place. No, it's not Texas Roadhouse. It is Red Robin. Um, and the town she lived in was kind of a shady part. Or not, well, the part of town that we were eating at wasn't, it was the mall. But the t- town in general is kind of a shady town. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're eating, having a nice dinner. Um, we come out, and I had a, at the time, a 98 black Ford Mustang GT 4.6 liter for all you car freaks out there. Um, so, and I, I'm not the, uh, most clean and organized person in my car, especially between it was flight training and seeing her and, um, you know, when you work a 14 hour day and you go sleep for four, uh, fly for two, eat lunch, take an hour nap and you have to be back at work the next day. You, you, you kind of live out of your car and, um, Things get dirty pretty quick, and what other time and energy I uh, didn't have or did have was either devoted to girlfriend or um, just hanging out by myself, doing what I had to take care of, uh, military-wise or personally-wise, besides the car. So we get done eating dinner. Uh, we walk out, um, and I... This car had some mechanical issues um, with the door and everything. So I had, um, as a, it was a nice way of being able to be a gentleman because I had to physically, in order to unlock the car, unlock um, their, the passenger side door so I could get into the driver's side door. So we get in and it kind of looks like someone's been in my car. And as messy as it was, it, you know, it's kind of hard to tell. And you're like, okay, that's weird. You know, nothing looks to be gone. Um, so we get to her place and we're watching TV. It's like, it starts to be like 9, 10 o'clock at night. It's a 45-minute drive back to base one way um, on a good night. Sometimes that took an hour. Um, so I go out. Uh, she's, gone out she's gone off to bed. Um, I go to unlock the door and I can't get my key in. I can't unlock the key. Uh, you know, 
there's this whole issue of me trying to get in to my car now. And that's when it was like, oh shit, like somebody actually broke into my car um, and did things to it. And we weren't, you know, the sad part is, is um, it was probably the fastest service at that Red Robin. Um, in particular, we had cotton and um, we weren't waiting real long. We didn't wait real long for our food or any of that shit. So it was real odd that it was a very short turnaround time that someone was able to get into the car and take things out of the car or ruffle through things and later come find out there were things that um, were missing from the car. And so um, it was real awkward because I had to go, everyone was gone off to bed and I had spent, I don't know, probably 10, 15 minutes trying to get my car door unlocked. And now kind of in this panic mode, I go to ring the doorbell and luckily her dad's a, um, had AAA, former firefighter for the department, recently retired. Um, so he was able to, thankfully, had some tools around that allowed me to jimmy. It basically looked like I was breaking into my own car. Um, and to unlock my car and get me in. So then the next day I had it scheduled or... Um, was working through that. And then I think I actually worked it out to like a week or two before we went underway again. I dropped my car off at the shop. I was like, Hey, we're going out to sea. I don't need it. Take your time. But like, I need this done right. And lo and behold, come back from being out to sea and the car was fixed. Um, so yeah, the, point I'm trying to make with that is, um, you know, if it looks like somebody went through your shit, somebody probably did. If it looks like somebody's been in your car, or even if you think your car's secure by having the doors locked, um, doesn't hurt to double check. It doesn't hurt to have extra safety and security measures in place to protect yourself. Um, it can only help. And I strongly, strongly encourage, you know, to, if your car is capable, have that alarm system, because if somebody's tampering with your vehicle, it's going to set that alarm off. Um, you know, you sometimes have that embarrassing moment of something comes by and it scares your car and it sends the alarm, all this bullshit, right? Um, but the fact of the matter is it's, at least you know that it works, and you know if somebody's going to tamper with your car, it's going to work. And hopefully scare and deter them away. You know, a lot of modern cars have this. Um, you're not really seeing yet. And I say yet because I, I think we're going to get there. Um, is having interior security cameras in your car. Um, I just, just the way the world's going, I think that's something that we're going to be... Um, seeing, you know, before probably five years ago, I would say, even five years ago, is kind of is pushing what I'd say the limit is, is that, you know, we didn't see people with 
dash cams and um, cameras on the back recording stuff as you're driving, and you'd only see that in police vehicles. So, uh, you know, I think we're slowly trending that way. I think we're also starting to see a lot of, um, you know, even personal cameras and houses. The ring doorbell being one of the most popular options to have. Um, it's, you know, we're trying, everyone's like wanting to capture, protect themselves, and rightfully so. Um, but sometimes when you do that, you have to think about what you're willing to give up in that situation. Um, Ben Franklin gives this amazing quote, and I think it really applies to today about, you know, in the current state of how we are, um, you know, in this, uh, you know, awful situation we have to constantly be thinking about what are we willing to give up. Um, I'm trying to pull it up here real quick because I didn't plan ahead. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but it's something to the effect, if I can find it here real quick, I'll read it verbatim. Um, so anyways, as I'm looking that up and I will uh, get to that. Okay, so actually I just found it. So Benjamin Franklin said those who would give up essential liberty to purchase to purchase a little temporary safety deserves neither liberty nor safety. Um, so uh, the article I pulled it from talks about government surveillance and all this bullshit. But I think that's true. You know, we're looking at even in today's age, what are you giving up your liberties? What are you giving up to feel safe and secure? Um, I think this is, it's, it's a challenging one for us as security professionals to sit here and be like, Hey, we can guarantee you try and tell somebody we can give you the same liberties you have. Um, so you can actually feel more safe. You know, I think it's, we have to find that fine, it's a very fine balance. And I think it's important to keep that in mind is that, as this is a fine balance, you have to keep this in mind. Um, and I think you just need to, like, if you're questioning it, uh, you know, this whole situation or whatever, just think about Benjamin Franklin, what he said about liberty and your safety what you're giving up. And so and I say that about the whole having cameras in the cars and dash cams and all that other fun jazz, because, you know, if you're doing something bad, those cameras are objective. They don't, they're not subjective. They don't give a shit. They're not going to protect you if you're doing something wrong. Right. So if you're doing everything right, and it's being recorded, and somebody else does something wrong, that's different. But when you're looking at these cases of, you know, somebody doing something bad, and it's being caught on, um, 
their particular security system, you know, dash cams, house cam, uh, not house cams, that sounds really weird, but a security system in your house where you have cameras, um, it can be damning. Um, and actually, if you guys want to see a documentary where you see it be very damning, um, look at the trials of Aaron Fernandez. The you know he's the um, famous New England Patriots tight end or something like that. Um, and you know how if you don't know what that case is, Google it. Um, he ends up. It's a long story. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. I don't really want to talk about it. It's sad, disturbing kind of thing. But um, watch that documentary and see what I'm talking about. I think it's important to have that within mind. Um, so, and with that, we're running a little bit long on this one. So hopefully this will, if it's another week or two before I get one cranked out. But I'm still aiming to crank out... <coughs> Uh, three more before I'm willing to bet. Uh, Cletus gets out uh, another episode of Minor Interruptions. Um, don't, you know, we're going to try and do this, but uh, this one should hopefully hold you guys over for a little bit longer. Um, but anyway, so as always, I will see you guys on the flippity flip. Hey guys, Cletus and Brutus here. If you guys want to help support the podcast, you can do it in multiple ways. You can share, like, or if you feel inclined to donate, you can help us grow and create a better product. Actually, there's multiple ways that you guys can donate. You can go on to anchor.fm backslash cletus-brutus slash support, and you can choose from one of three uh, monthly contribution options. That's 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99, or you guys can go to patreon.com backslash two howling dogs and donate there and there's even more tiers and there's even more options and behind the scenes bloopers rough cuts and many many more stupid things that come out of Brutus's mouth and we can have a whole entire effing time about it it's all exclusive content just for you guys so if you guys want to show some support for the podcast, hit us with that like, share, or even that fantastic legendary person that you are, hit us with that donation. Hey. 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 Hey, you. You talking to me? No, I'm talking to them. Are you talking to them? Yeah. Did you know that they can leave an audio message for us and that they would be able to steer the conversation and talk and help steer our stupid rants? Ah, uh, shit, man. Like, this is awesome. So everyone should go check out anchor.fm slash Cletus dash Brutus slash message. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Cletus dash Brutus slash message. You guys should go do that right now. Thank you.